This is a presentation of Don Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 730. Can't say that. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Amazon Music Unlimited. Check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas, where they have over 70 million songs across all different styles. Again, that's getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas to get your free trial today. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros! The commander of the fell and master of demons, Van Death! The non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty! And the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie! She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth! And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros, and with me I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Hello. How you doing there, bud? I am significantly better than I was last week. Oh, man, that that hit me suddenly and quickly. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, yeah I had I had worked all day. You know, I did I did I did the adult thing. You know, work to pay bills and all that on all that other stuff. I started doing I started doing some more stuff on the show notes and then just like a ton of bricks. I was just feeling awful. But I'm better this week. Turns out it was likely because of my uh, habitual lack of sleep because I slept most of Tuesday and I was 100 percent better. That's good. So, lesson to all you boys and girls out there: get get the recommended amount of sleep, or at least you know more than what I do on a consistent basis, which is not a lot. You don't sleep a lot, no. It's fine. Well, no, cl- actually, clearly it's not fine because I ended up really. You know what? Yeah. Let's just not <laughs> try and make claims of fineness here, okay? Okay. Because I I don't want to be in the middle of you and Allie when she hears this show and decides she's going to go mom on you in our host chat. Oh, that's why did I own up to this? That's right. Well, I kind of I kind of dug my own grave, haven't I? There we go. I'm just getting ahead of it. Sorry. All right. Bus meat toasty. <laughs> uh. Anyways, uh, how was your weekend? Wow. Uh, my weeks in WoW have been pretty good. We're, we are pretty solidly hitting progression on Denathrius. We are now just foregoing, exploring the rest of the um, raid for loot, because honestly, at this point, some of the, the loot for most of us, um, while, you know, it would probably help, I, I, don't, I doubt it would make that much of a difference in our ability to get him down. I know for me, the the one drop that I would get off of uh, Heroic Blood Council wouldn't be a substantial upgrade in DPS for me. Uh, I ran, I ran the uh, the 
the sim for the upgrade, and I think it's something like a 3% increase. So, you know, it's an increase. It's not mm. huge, though. Like, I, I okay. my, my time would be better spent if I was to spe- t- try to farm up year would be better spent doing Mythic Plus. So I, I have been doing some Mythic Plus recently too. Like I'm, I'm doing, I've been doing at least the one a week to make sure I can get something from the vault. Okay. And I actually got a pretty substantial upgrade from the vault. I was rocking like a two, a level 200 ring, which like is a normal level ring. But the upgrade I got from my vault because I did a plus 10 was 220-some. So, you know, a substantial upgrade. That was nice. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, outside of that, like I said, just we're just we're just trying to progress on heroic Denathrius. Uh, we are consistently getting out of phase one at this point, and just trying to nail down the mechanics of phase two. We've got, we've, there, there are a few things that we need to clean up, and unfortunately, a couple of bits of miscommunication resulted in what otherwise would have been a pretty decent run or attempt at phase two. Uh, just ended up destroying it, unfortunately. There was one particular one where, like, we got all the ads down that we needed to get down right away, and the the uh, ravage ability from Remoria was coming through, and like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go through the mirror and to get out of that mechanic, and in theory, we could just stay there because all the ads on our side are dead, and that's where we we're expecting the, the other ads to come through. Uh, unfortunately, because you know we're used to just going through the mirror, um, going back through the mirror after the ravage is cleared or whatever that ability is called. Uh, not everybody went back through the mirror. So we, we, we split the raid in half, and uh, it ended poorly. Many people died. But otherwise, it was a fantastic attempt at it. So yeah, uh, we'll be hopefully making more progress on that this week. Uh, hopefully actually getting out of Phase 2 and into Phase 3. And Phase 3 from what I understand, is kind of a nightmare, and I'm both looking forward to it and not looking forward to it. Like, the challenge is going to be fun. Like, the challenge of learning the fight and all that other stuff, and, you know, seeing the progression you make on a new on a new part of the fight is always fun. I guess, uh, maybe not at the time, you know, the frustrations will mount up or whatever, but, you know, when, when you take a step back, like, okay, we, we started at this point, and now we're getting halfway through Phase 3, for example. Like, that that would be fun to see. So, that, yeah, that's... That's actually been pretty much it. Um, I've been doing Mythics and Raiding. It's nothing crazy. I think I've entered the maintenance mode for a lot of... That a lot of people have entered, and uh, I'm okay with that. What about you, Medros? What did you get up to? So, uh, did you happen to listen while you were editing to this part of the show last week? I mean, that's kind of the nature of of what happens when you edit the show. You you generally listen to it. Okay, well, 
what you could do is you could just clip that part out of the show last week and add it in here and save us both time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I've logged in more last week, th this past week, than I did the week before. But the total playtime is probably like 15 minutes this week compared to zero minutes last week. So an improvement. Because like, I actually logged in and actually put some auctions up. And honestly, I, I can't say I'm surprised by that. I, I mean, we, like you said last week, there are a lot of people who have been kind of taking a step back from WoW because of, like, honestly, like the sheer length of this content of this content patch has given us has given people the, the ability to kind of take a step back because it's 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 been so long. It's the longest by far since Warlords of Draenor. Which is not something you really want to aspire to. <laughs> no. I mean, thankfully, thankfully, there's been more content in general. It, it really intrigued me, actually, because I, I wasn't sure, you know, what led to my my feeling like this. Um, and then I was actually watching uh, Talia and Evatel's video recently, uh, kind of getting caught up on some of the YouTube videos that I had uh, slowed down and watching for a while. Um, and they made some really good points, like, the realistic timeline of this PTR cycle is going to make this the longest, by far, of any .0 patch. Um, because I'm not including the .5 patch. No. Like, that's a .05 patch. It's not, that doesn't count. It's not a content patch. Right. Um, so, you know... 0.0 to 0.1 longest, and in some cases it's several, like, there were some expansions where the time that we were going to take with with uh, 9.0 is the time it took for the entire content cycle of the of the expansion to hit. Um, that is insane to me. Now, we all know why. You know, there is, it's, there's no way we can not know why. It, it's COVID. Um, and... The fact that everybody's moving slow and things are going slow and nobody's like the entire industry, every industry is is impacted in this way. So, you know, it's not I, I don't blame Blizzard for this. Um, I do feel like a lot of people are taking breaks. Like I mentioned, like Roe, right. once they got Denathrius down, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm done to 9.1. I'm out. You know, it. it if you don't feel passion for it, don't play it. And I'm just not feeling the passion. So, and, you know, and like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't necessarily. It's lack of passion because, because you know, anybody who's listening to the show knows you have passion for the game. It's just there's not, there's not the, the content that's available to you is stuff that you don't normally play, and you've played through the content that you normally find compelling to yeah. to to a status to a level that is satisfactory to you. And so, like, any any other person would be like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I did the things I want to do. And the stuff that's available to me isn't, isn't my thing. So I'm going to move on to something else. That's what other people would do if they were... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of it off the top of my head. But, yeah, I just feel like that's something people would normally do. Run out of stuff to do. Okay, let's move on to something else. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. 
the intention is to come back. I mean, you mentioned Ro. Ro's intention was to co is to come back in nine one, and I'm and judging by the content of it that's available nine one. There's going to be some stuff there that's going to draw you back too. Yeah, like what what we're seeing, and we'll talk about all this later. You know, there's a lot of really cool stuff coming in nine point one, and and it definitely will draw a lot of people back. And I'm not saying that I'm completely done till nine one. Um, I'm just I'm not going to push myself to play. Uh, when I, I feel kind of like it's just going to grind on me. Like, there's not a lot for me to do right now. There's a Covenant campaign for my DK, which is Necrolord. Uh, and once that's done, I've got all four done. And then, um, after that, it's just leveling alts. And I don't know that I need to do that right now. Um, it doesn't help that there's there's not a lot to, to to pull me in this expansion so far for alts. Like I'm not feeling that I need to alt right now. Um, hopefully that'll change, but I'm not, I'm not going to kill myself to do that when I don't know that I need to. So. Yeah, that's totally fair. So yeah, my week, uh, plus 15 minutes in WoW this week. Uh, I did rediscover an old, uh, old uh, online game that I used to play um, called Hollywood Stock Exchange. Did you ever did you ever hear of this back in the day? Nah, that's no idea. So basically, what it is is you are given some some virtual funds to work with, and you can buy stocks in different movies, TV shows, actors, producers, directors. Um, and what they do in, in the entertainment industry is, is how, depends, the, decides how, how their stock goes uh, up or down. But yeah, to spend more, more time on that this week than I did. Wow. I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest. Um, but yeah, um, really, uh, just, just kind of frivolous stuff, like doing some, some more Pokemon Go, uh, playing, but just casually, not like pressuring myself to play. Uh, I I did a stream, uh, a, a pretty crappy stream, to be honest, on, on Friday and uh, didn't really stress because I didn't really, it wasn't going to kill me if the, if the stream didn't go well. Um, so, yeah, it was just kind of, um, my week was, was not as much wow, but uh, I tried to get some relaxing in uh, and not stress too much about life. And that's what games are for. So, mission accomplished, right? Yeah, and by this time next week, I will be uh, half vaccinated. I, I don't know if it'll be like right side or left side vaccinated or, or top or bottom be vaccinated, but half me will be vaccinated. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I can't wait till I can get mine. One day. In, tw in 2069, maybe. I figure in like three months, you'll probably get yours. Yeah, that's actually... Probably more accurate. Uh, well, for those of you who uh, have probably already noticed at this point, Allie is not here today. She's uh, she takes some time off. She'll be back next week, though. So don't worry. I mean, we all we all know if anybody's quitting the show, it's going to be me quitting the show. Come on. <laughs> oh, that'll, that'll, that'll leave like me in charge. And oh no, pressure too much. <laughs> you can handle it. Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, 
Looking forward yeah, to having we... you back next week, Kelly. Looking forward to having all of us back together again. It's been it's been a hot minute. I know there is something from this patch that Allie really, really wants to talk about, and and I, I really want to hear her her thoughts. So yes, we will definitely look forward to having Allie on next week. Um, so uh, we talked previously about uh, the Doctors Without Borders uh, charity drive that Blizzard's doing. Uh, we're joining directly to the charity this time, um, and as a reward, we're getting pets um we are i believe a week out so next week is the end of the fundraising uh the goal is a million dollars and we are currently at nine hundred thirty nine thousand five hundred ninety nine dollars raised as a community so we're just over 60 million or sixty thousand dollars away uh from completing this and uh when we complete that we will get a sloth guys uh are you still excited for the sloth heck yeah can't wait for the sloth. I want the sloth to have a backpack, so it's a a sloth on my back with a backpack. I just I want to have that. That looks pretty <laughs> cool. Uh, as for our community group group uh, that we created, our goal was five hundred dollars, and we are nineteen dollars away from completing that. So uh, if you haven't donated and you happen to have a twenty dollar bill sitting around or twenty dollars in your account sitting around, you can donate. Definitely go to our fundraising section. So I'll look it in the show notes. Uh, and we would really appreciate donating to this because uh, uh, we all need it. We can all need sloth guys, sloths guys. So just you know, help us out. Give it. Give us some sloths. You, you know what I get just noticed? Sloths. What's that? So I. So you can you can you can you can see the team leaderboard, right? Yes. So you can see which teams have raised the most money. We're in the yes. top twenty. We are. We're fourteenth. No way. Yeah. No way. Yep. If you if you click on view all, and you go to the second page, there it is. All things Azeroth. Okay, that blows me away. That's actually really cool. I, I, I that's wow. Thank thank you everybody. Thank for everybody who's donated to our campaign specifically, and you know, maybe, and not even that. Just in general, who's 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 donated their money to this cause. Like, thank you so much. That's really appreciated. And yeah. If, whether you choose to donate to our campaign or someone else's campaign or just do an individual thing and all, all of this is going to a fantastic cause so if, you, if you're able to spare the if you're able to spare the cash like go ahead and throw some money at it because th- I, 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 like this organization has likely done a lot for the world like even more so over the past year absolutely yeah um yeah definitely yeah thank you everybody for for donating to uh Wow, I did not realize that we were uh, we were sitting there. That's that's pretty awesome. But yeah, we're almost done. Uh, we're almost done the the, the goal. Uh, so um, you know, just a little bit more, and uh, we'll be uh, rolling in in the in the joy of having a sloth on our back. Hope everybody who can donate is, uh, and for everybody who's donated to our group page. Uh, so appreciate that. Uh, you, I can't even put it to words. Um, it, it's been really awesome, and I'm really happy that we were able to do that. So, um, all right. So let's talk about our first sponsor, shall we? 
Sure. Um, our new sponsor are the great folks over at Amazon Music Unlimited. You can check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz, where they have over 70 million songs, thousands of playlists and artists, including our artist this week, The Tiny Stills. It is, it's a female-fronted pop-punk band. Uh, I literally discovered them yesterday when I was driving to my parents' place and it just came up on um, the random play that Amazon Music had set up. Um, so the track I want to point you to today, point you to today is Craigslist Bed. I don't know. It's just I, it's it's just a fun song. So you can go you can go ahead and check that out. You can ch- you can check out the Tiny Stills and other bands and artists over at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz. And we'd like to thank Amazon Music for their support of the show. So, this week in WoW, we've got the World Quest bonus event. Going from the 20th to the 26th. Justy. I'm not even joking. I, I did not hear you. <laughs> I said, don't forget the quest. Okay. And yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, so, now we get the... To talk about the, the funness of the new patch data mining. So 9.1 hit the PTR, and there is uh, some really awesome stuff in here. So uh, first thing, uh, there are new titles coming in Chains of Domination in patch 9.1. Uh, for Kyrian, uh, it is Medros, Disciple of Devotion. Uh, for Necrolord, it would be Toasty, Sword of the Primus. Uh, Ardenwield would be... Uh, Aleandra's Protector of the Wield, which I think should be wild to me. That's just me. I mean, I understand it's Wield, but just it's, not, it's just always weird to me. And then Venthyr, Sin Eater, Toasty. Yeah, what? I think those are rewarded at what? what 80. 80? Oh, no. No, I don't know what they are. It doesn't say. Yep, Renown 80. So we got 40 more levels of Renown to look forward to. Joy. When do you get flying? Um, when you finish the campaign, the, the uh, Covenant campaign, it doesn't okay, actually... Okay, so it's not Renown connected. Okay. Uh, it doesn't actually... It didn't actually say... Uh, I, I remember looking at the achievements before... Uh, I think you have to finish the Covenant storyline in Corthia. Oh, actually, sorry, the article I was looking at before was updated. It's specifically renowned level 59. Okay, so uh, just under halfway through the new levels. Okay, that's not yeah. too bad. And assuming that we continue gaining renown at the levels at the at the rate that we gained it we've been getting it so far this expansion, that means it's roughly 10 weeks out. I mean, not too bad. Yeah. I'll take it. Deal. Okay, hold on. Checking on that article actually says, quick clarification, the item is available from the next chapter following the hub unlock in Corthea. Quite early in the campaign, you'll see it next week. So it's not on not on, on Renowned 59. Okay, so what... There's a bunch of conflicting information here, because I do see Renowned 59, oh. but I do see the item... Yeah, this is from Muffinus, so I, I trust that he knows what he's talking about. Right. Unless unless it changes, of course. Okay, so long story short, flying is not unlocked at 80. We know that for sure. It is a bit earlier in the campaign. We don't know exactly when. Could be 59. It could be 
a chapter unlock within Corthia. Those might even line up. We don't know. But you don't have to do the grind to 80 to fly, which is a-okay. Not be able to fly in the mile of Corthia. Of course, we knew that. Um, but we'll be able to ride our, our mounts in, in the mile. So that's, that's good. That's improvement. Uh, anyways, so yeah. So uh, I, I do feel that there's something very important to talk about uh, from this article, uh, Toasty. And I, I understand... If uh, if you just you're so overflowing with joy that you can't express your thoughts on this one, the the, the, the shoulder transmog thing, right? We like that thing that no, uh, no, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, what we're talking about is uh, Maldraxxus Pepe, Kyrian Pepe, Benthir Pepe, and Nightfay Pepe. Sorry, Benjus, I don't see that entry in the notes anywhere. Uh, no, you don't, because I didn't put it in the notes. Uh, so the Maldraxxus Pepe, of course, is a a uh, tiny vial of slime, which is a slime Pepe. Uh, a Kiri Pepe kind of looks like a an Ascended. Um, so it's like blue with gold armor. Uh, Venthyr Pepe looks pretty cool. It's got uh, kind of a clockwork look to it. Uh, or no, not clockwork. Like, it got, got look, got look um, Steampunk is or, what I think what you're looking for. I guess, yeah, Steampunk's probably what I'm looking for. Like, got like kind of a metal jacket armor type thing with a really funky looking hat like, and red eyes of course full disclosure i haven't actually looked at the models because i just do not care about them uh we we know how much you love about it it's fine you might mean something else the way the way you described it i pictured steampunk but now that i say steampunk and that doesn't really fit with the venthyr vibe so i don't really know well uh, let's let's just uh let's just clear that up here right now just so we're we're all on the same page uh so there's the uh the Venthyr Pepe look there uh and then the night wield one or the Ardenwield one night Fae, is uh made of wood with uh feathers on its butt and uh uh white glowing eyes with a a bit of a shawl around its shoulders i guess um it kind of it definitely fits night night fade very well. Uh, what what do you think of that Pepe? Like how do you describe that? The Benthier one. Um, uh, I don't know. It kind of fits like a weird like a ah. Uh, what kind of vibe is that? It's kind of gothy vibe, but not like. I mean, you know, that, but, that fits with Benthier. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, it's it's a gothy vibe to it. I don't know. You definitely uh, no question that that is a Benthier Pepe, right? Yeah. No question. None at all. So I, I cannot wait to see you with your Venthyr Pepe, uh, Toasty, and I'll, I'll be very excited. I'll, I'll be happy to show you my Bastion one. I'm sure Ali will show you the Night VA one, too. That would mean I, need, I would have Pepe, and I just don't. Yes. Yes, yes, you would. Um, but anyways, uh, so yeah, Pepe is uh, available to purchase at Renown 48 uh, in Chains of Domination. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, next up, we have a million and one mounts. Uh, we, we can't even go through them all, honestly. Uh, I, I didn't count them, but I would not be surprised if there's like 40 or 50 of them uh, with all the models here. Uh, some of them we know where they're coming from. Some are still like unknown or origins. They'll probably be like some mystery or something. Um, so which ones are you most excited for in this list? Oh, okay. So the hand... The hand ones. Of course. All, all the hand ones, yes. And Because we all know you like a good hand. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> you, like, uh, you like a hand, like a handshake. You like, you like to shake a hand. What's wrong? 
Okay, yeah. Uh, there's also the tamed mauler. We don't know where it comes from yet, and but like there's a portion of it where like don't know if that's its mouth or its arms or whatever, but it's weird looking and I love it and I need it in my life. So that is something I want. Um, there's also the uh, the Falcor looking mounts. I think that's the Ardenweald flying mount, like Ardenweald covenant yeah, mounts. Yeah, the the the, the f- dragon fox ones as I'm calling them. No, oh, they're Falcor. I'm just calling them Falcor. Okay. The Wilderlings. Yeah, is what they're for- actually called. Uh, there are five models of that that are known in game. There is a spring Wilderling harness, a a summer wilderling harness, a winter wilderling harness, a autumnal wilderling harness, and then a ardenweald wilderling wilderling harness. Wow, that was hard. <laughs> uh, the only other one that I w- that I really want to get, get my hands on, and like I'll, I'll I'll level up something to go Necrolord to get it, is the corpse fly mounts. Again, it's gross and weird, and I want it. Of course. Uh, for me, I love the Aqualons. Uh, those look really cool. They're, they're Bastion, 100%. Uh, I love the Wilderlings. Um, just, I, I just love those models. Uh, even if the uh, the motion of them is somewhat uh, nauseating. Uh, do not like the hand mounts at all. They just look weird. But they play Rock, Paper, Scissors as a mount special. I don't care. Don't care. Uh, I do like the Mossworn Chargers reins. I, I feel like if I could get that, it would make me feel a bit like I actually have a, a mount that deserves to be in the Maw. Uh, but I'll not go to Torghast to get it, so it's fine. Um, I do not like that weird Mauler one. That just looks just weird to me. Don't love the, don't like the Gorm ones. Uh, I don't like the um, the the disc ones those just look silly to me yeah i mean the idea is cool but like i don't know the 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 disc ones were always very boring because the the mages had discs as their class hall mounts right Mm -hmm. and that was yeah while while they look cool like in like have they're cool to look at but like it doesn't add a lot in terms of looks when you're Riding around on them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, similar to the the Maw mount that we I talked about, the the, the charger there. Uh, there's actually a Fallen Charger's reins that's a drop in the Maw. Uh, it's gold instead of a silver or, or like a dark iron look. Uh, this would be far more what I'd expect to see my Paladin riding uh, if I if I had to choose one. Um, I don't mind the Shard Hide mounts. They they look pretty cool. Kind of like a, a mix between a lizard and a bear, it looks like to me, kind of. Um, and uh, there's some more uh, unicorn-looking ones. And, I mean, there's there's lots of uh, models that are not in use yet. There's another four Wilderling models uh, and other stuff. So, I mean, there's lots of really cool mounts. Um, again, we're not going to go to every one of them. But uh, definitely check out Wowhead. There's lots of the stuff there. Now, um, as well, there are some really cool new mount animations. So Mammoths, Talbux, Hippogriffs, and Rockets all got new animations. Uh, the Mammoth, the Talbuk, and the Hippogriff, 
they, they pretty much look like they're actually properly running now instead of uh, how they have run in the past. Uh, so I really, I really appreciate the work they put into making these uh, run in, in a proper fashion we'd expect of a, of a, a mount like that. Um, and then the rocket got a new mount special, uh, which looks really neat. It just it kind of does a loop de loop. Uh, oh, cool! And, and I think that's really cool. Um, that'll apply to the nether rockets, the touring rocket, the big love rocket, the depleted Capirium rocket, and the geosynchronous world spinner. So, um, some really cool stuff there. Uh, really excited to have that stuff. Uh, now, you're not a, a really much of a battle pet person, right? No, not really. I mean, sometimes there's a cool one that I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I mean to catch it. And then I remember that my pets aren't leveled up properly. So, like, okay, well, never mind. Okay. So, currently in game, uh, there is a, a cap on how many pets you can have. Uh, the most pets you can have right now is 2,000 battle pets. Now, a lot of players have reached that cap repeatedly and they have to start caging some pets to uh, to get them out of their pet inventory. Uh, in 9.1, that is changing to a three pets, three of each of the same pet. So uh, you can have three of each model of pet there is. Uh, so uh, a Fluxfire Feline, you can have three of those. If you want an Emerald Turtle, you can have three of those. Uh, if you want three corpse fly bugs or whatever, you can get three of those. So basically, uh, for each pet, you can have a total of three. Uh, I don't know what that actually end up being as a cap based on all the pets there are in game. Uh, but no doubt that's going to be a significant increase for a lot of pet collectors out there. Um, and I, I'm sure there'll be some that are going to be upset about it. Um, but... Uh, it is going to be a limitation on what you can do there. So uh, I'm curious to see how they're going to handle those who already have more than three. Uh, I assume they will be mailed to you or uh, there'll be some kind of reminder to make sure you cage anything over three. Um, I know there was an add-on back last time. I actually cared about battle pets that should show you anything you have over a certain amount. Uh, so anything you have that has three or more, and then you could go through and, and research that, but I don't even know if those add-ons exist anymore. So uh, if you're a battle pet collector, I'm sure you know these things and I'm sure you can find a way to, to figure out what you have and if you need to cage any before this happens. Wait, 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 wait. I thought that the current limit was already only three of a pet. Like there was there, there were the two limits that I was aware of, like the number, the total number of pets you could have in addition to only having three per. Oh, okay. I honestly, it's been so long since I collected battle pets that I didn't even notice. Yeah, I mean, just looking that at the, very well could be. Honestly. Yeah, actually, <laughs> just looking at the screenshots on this Wowhead article, it does look like that was the case. Okay, yeah, I'm seeing that here. Yeah, and three of each of the same pet. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's not really going to hurt hurt anybody. Uh, it'll actually just give everybody the opportunity to uh, to have more of each pet if they want more if they are, don't have three already. So that's Yay. pretty cool. All right, uh, so moving along from the uh, the fun stuff there um, to some uh, some very interesting uh, looking armor models and weapon models. So 
you know, again, as as we said before, uh, any new patch brings lots of new uh, models. We've we've seen lots of mounts and some pretty cool Pepe pets. Right, right, Toasty, really cool stuff, right? Um, now I, I'm curious here. Uh, the two-handed Revendreth sword here, the one with the the red straps along the blade. Uh, it, it, is that what you'd like to do a wield if you could? Uh, that's a nice looking sword. It's it's big and chunky, and I love it. But honestly, that's not the one I want to wield. I, like, I, I'm would all, it be the I'm one right the... under it in our page here? Um, the I, yes, but realistically, <laughs> I know realistically, I know that will not be available to us. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. So, uh, so the so, one, the ones that I want, okay. And unfortunately, it is one handed, which I know is like an unexpected statement for me because I've been I've been a champion of of Titan's Grip warriors for forever. So disappointing. So disappointing. But there is what looks like a flail that drops from the new rain. That'd be the one-headed mace raid, right? In the yes. Blue, green, purple, and yellow. Yes. Like ever since I missed out on the flail from the mage tower because I didn't do the mage tower prot challenge. Like I've been, I've been wanting another flail type type of weapon, and it's there, and it's but it's one-handed. Like I want to get it just for the trans. I want to get it just for the sake of transmog. But like I will hey. always just go. Two-handers. Complete aside, I'm amused beyond belief that that image from Wowhead literally was 0.1 megabyte under the limit on for Discord for file size, 7.99 megs. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, so that yeah, those are big files, man. Uh, I I really like those, but I would never use a flail for myself. But I totally understand why you want to use a flail. But you got like you got the you got the Kyrian colored one and everything. There's no Venthyr colored one. Well, send an email off to Blizzard see if they'll make you one. Yeah, I mean realistically, these aren't meant to be covenant colored. Looks like it's probably just different colors for the different difficulties because there's four models for it. Yeah. Ugh. I I mean I would totally take the Charlemagne one, um, but I want the original. Uh, the dungeon boss one-headed sword looks really cool because kind of lightsaberish. Oh like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. look like it actually has metal. It, it looks like it's just like light. Yeah. Uh, and I would totally take either the yellow or the blue on that one. Um, the the sword one-handed raid. Uh, those just look so good. Uh, I think I'd probably take the yellow or the the white and blue on that one. And then the two-handed... Uh, no. The, I'm not seeing anything in two hands that I really like that much. Um, what about the polearm? That polearm looks so cool. Polearm, polearm, polearm. It's like a uh, double-ended scythe. Uh, not double-ended. That's that's the wrong way of saying it. Um, but like... Oh... The, 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 the polearm raid with the no, sword the, and, the, and the polearm from the mob. Uh, no, not, 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 it would, I mean, that might be like 
Death Knight maybe might, might wield that, but my uh, my main would not hold. Would okay, not, would not wield that. Yeah, that's yeah. just not me. That that's fair. I, that, that, that that does look out of place in a paladin sense. <laughs> like, I mean, you have to understand. Like my 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 gear is always transmog to fit the character, even if uh, even if it's just not something that that you'd expect. Like. I will I will transmog something that from vanilla if it looks better on my character than uh than a modern look in a piece. So. Oh yeah, I don't think I'm I'm the same way. Like with my warrior, look, you see the transmog from my warrior? He doesn't wear gear above the above yes. the waist. Which that's is highly unrealistic. But it's also cuz uh he j- he don't give a he don't he don't care. And he's just that, that fueled by rage, and will be protected by rage, and also uh, Ali. Rage does not stop blades, but okay. So, you ever get so angry sometimes that you just don't care what happens to you, and you just go nuts? Yeah, and in this game See? you die. But that's that, that's that's the way my warrior works, and also I've got Ali to help me out. <laughs> so, uh, Toasty, if if if. Blizzard gave you glasses in game. Would you want sunglasses or like a more, you know, rose-colored glasses? I don't want any glasses, man. I wear glasses in real life. I don't want glasses in game. Well, you are one of the very few that feels that way because there are people who have been begging for your glasses in the game for a long time, and we are getting six new sets of glasses for Transmog. Um, I do not know what I will uh, choose for my uh, my my banker, uh, but he will definitely get some glasses. Though I will say I'm not a huge fan of the thick rims on these glasses. Not a huge fan of that at all. I mean, like, I, I I much prefer like a thin a thin rim glass. Yeah, I get that. But like, also I wear thick rims in real life, so like I I actually don't mind these. But again, it's a personal thing. Yep, I, I want uh, I want aviator shades is what I'm looking for 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 shades in this game. But that's just me. I understand that. But yeah, so we're getting some some really cool new shades coming up in patch nine point one, and uh, I I predict many bank alts will be getting uh, a re redo of their uh, their look. Uh, my my monocle for my bank alt will likely get replaced. Because until now, that was the only way to get like a glasses type of thing, and and maybe maybe the maybe the monocle will stay because that that kind of befits a, a character who is level forty two and has over a million gold. Is it the monopoly dude? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that is kind of some new looks we're getting in uh, nine point one. Uh, some really fun stuff there, and uh, I I'm seriously I cannot wait to hear what Ali has to say next week about all this stuff. Um, I figure we can allot her like half an hour to catch up on all the stuff that she thought was really cool <laughs> that she wasn't here to talk about. Yeah. Um, and I just realized I absolutely forgot something. Uh, so my apologies for this. Um, Tosi, I, I think this is something that is very much something you've been looking for. Uh, I vaguely recall hearing you complain about this at least, you know, a dozen times. Separate shoulder transmogs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're... they're like... 
there, there's something that would just look good as a single thing. Or you can, it looks like you can even have a mismatched set, which would be really cool. I'm looking forward to this. That's something that they said they were working on going into Shadowlands. It didn't make it into the .0 patch, but it looks like we're getting it in .1. So, yay! That should be a lot of fun for a lot of people. Um, I will actually be looking into this to see if there's a way to have matching shoulders... Because there's been a lot of times where I'm like, oh, I love the look of that shoulder, but what I love is only on one side. The other side just looks terrible. So I may be seeing like, okay, can I can I have the good look on both sides instead of a good look on one side and a trash look on the other? That's kind of what I'm looking for. So definitely very interested in that. But that's that's it for for look stuff. Uh, tell us about some combat stuff. Right. So, um, yeah, as as usual with uh, with a with a content patch, I mean, we're we're getting a bunch of updates to our abilities and and other like systems and stuff like that. One thing that's seeing an update in nine point one is the conduit system. So, um, it looks like we're getting four new tiers of conduit talents, abilities, whatever you want to call it. Slots is what they're called. And within those, I believe you can put in one conduit, I believe what was. Yeah. So, you know, finesse or whatever the other ones are called. That's that's cool. So we're seeing an update to that. Another interesting thing that this hasn't been confirmed. There's just been strings within the data mining that kind of allude to this. Uh, it's covenant specific legendaries, which uh, could be interesting and also, you know, might upset some of the people who are all about the mid maxi thing. Uh, A little bit, yeah. yeah unfor unfortunately, we don't know what some of these legendaries are yet. We just, we, I, th I think the one we've seen is tied specifically to Arden Wield. That's that's what I've, that's the one I saw. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see how all that pans out. Of course, within the 9.1 PTR, there's... Uh, we've, we've got the Dungeon Journals updated with both the Sanctum of Domination and Tazavesh. We're obviously not going to talk about the in those, those things right now, because A, that would be very long and very involved, and B, spoilers! Maybe not so much for Taz, Tazavesh, but I know for sure... That there are spoilers within the Sanctum of Domination Dungeon Journal entries. So, if you want to take a look at some of those entries, Wowhead has has them available to you. Um, but, like, there are actual spoilers there, so avoid... I, I'm, I'm surprised, honestly, Toshi. I'm honestly surprised with you. I thought you'd be very excited to talk more about Pepe the Raid Boss. But I understand if you don't want to spoil it for anybody else. Moving on to our note, to uh, the next topic here. Yeah, yeah I, couldn't, I couldn't think of something funny for that. All right. Um, another thing that people have noticed in the PTR is that there are two new ranks of legendaries available to us. It'll be rank, uh, I believe this will be rank four and rank five. It'll be 250 and 260, respectively. Now, I know what you're thinking. Like, you're worried about having to grind out more Soul Ash from Torghast in order to upgrade that. Well, I can tell you that Soul Ash will not be used to upgrade those to upgrade to those two new tiers. Um, you'll be using something called the Vestige of Origins to upgrade those, and 
It looks like it'll be craftable by blacksmiths, leatherworkers, tailors, and jewel crafters. Right now, anyway, it looks like it's mostly gear or mats that are available right now, but there's another new uh, material, I guess. That's Corthium. Now that that name might change go going forward, but that looks like that's going to be what's required to level up your legendaries. Uh, something else that's been found in the data mining is something called uh, it's called the Shard of Domination, and you'll get those gems from the Sanctum of Domination raid. Uh, the, what they look like right now, they're kind of similar to the, what the essences were from the Azerite weapons and stuff like that. Uh, artifact weapons, sorry. And it has a ranking up system, and each of these gems grant a unique ability. Which is a cool idea and concept, but like... From what I know about the, these things, uh, the, these, these specific gem sockets are going to be... Are only going to be found on Sanctum of Domination gear. So you're getting the gear from Sanctum of Domination. You're getting the gems from Sanctum of Domination, and then and then what happens after nine one? We we get we get all we get used to having all these cool new abilities, and it goes away in nine two. Because you know new gear and stuff like that. That's that's that feels gross. Yeah. But maybe, uh, it, it, but maybe they carry the system forward. We don't know, as of now. It's early, early in the PTR, so we'll see. Exactly. Now, something that's something that's seeing a rework is Torghast. Torghast is seeing a like a few significant changes in nine point one. Now, one thing we know we knew already is that going into nine point one, the chair group would no would no longer be a factor in Torghast. It's because you know we'll be fighting it in the Sanctum of Domination raid. Now, with with Terragru gone, we were less worried about dying in Torghast because you know us dying doesn't trigger him anymore because he's not there to be triggered. So death counter is gone for Torghast as well. Now. What it looks like is happening is Torghast is moving to a rating or score system with the intention of kind of moving away from that pass-fail thing that they have, thing they kind of have going on right now, where there's the potential of no reward for however long you spent in Torghast, which, as much as I love Torghast, is a really sucky feeling. We don't know the specifics as to how this, how this rating system would work, it's very likely that something like speed and the number of times you've died during your run will play a factor into that score. Uh, so we'll be seeing something like that for Torghast going forward. I, th I think I think there might have been even something that kind of alluded to a uh, a leaderboard of some description, which would be kind of cool to see. Speaking of like arbitrarily assigned points and scores and all that other stuff. Well, not arbitrarily. Seemingly randomly assigned scores and all that. Uh, one thing that caught a lot of people's eye, and I think Raider.io announced this um, shortly after the PTR went live last week, is it looks like Blizzard is looking at implementing something like a Mythic Plus score, similar to your Raider.io score, into 
into WoW itself. Which, uh... I don't... I, I, I understand why they're doing it. A lot of people are using it. A lot of people seriously, the Mythic Plus stuff are already using it, and it would be helpful to have this, that just be part of the game. But, I don't know. We're gonna run... I feel like it's gonna cause the same problems that we had back in Wrath of the Lich King when your item level score uh, wasn't shown in game and there was an add-on de developed for that. Or, and it, sorry, and it was built into the game later on. You know, the, the, I'm worried that people are going to start... I mean, they're already doing it, though. Right? They're already judging you off your Raider.io score. They're just making it easier to... I, I have complicated feelings about this. Like, I know why they're doing it. It makes sense that they're doing it. I, I don't like that it's a thing in the first place, but I understand the value of it. But, you know, it hurts people like me who are just getting into Mythic Plus right now, whose Raider.io score is not necessarily the best. And it's... Yeah. I get it, but... I don't know. Like I said, very complicated feelings about that, I, and I, I, I don't know if I can, I have the right words to properly formulate my thoughts on it. It just, yeah. Um, and of course, obviously, with nine, with, with any major content patch, you know, a bunch of different things are getting rebalanced and all that. The the early iterations to what the what's happening with balance is kind of crazy, <clears throat> and. My understanding of it is it's, uh, I believe the, the phrase to the ground was thrown around a lot by different people who run Boomkins that I know. So, you know, keep an eye out on that. As as always, it's PTR, so it's ever-changing, and, you know, some of these things that might not make it to live. But uh, for all you boobies out there, might want to pay attention to what's happening to your spec in the PTR. Yep, you might want to. So... You know, that's all, like, the PvE combat and all that other kind of stuff. Um, there's some other kind of extra stuff that I couldn't really categorize very well. But, you know, it's cool and notable news. Uh, one thing that people found was the bonus roll system. You know, people remember the bonus roll system and, you know, it had its faults, but whatever. It was an op another opportunity to get gear that we have not had in Shadowlands so far. Uh, while it's not been confirmed, there are definitely some strings in the 9.1 PTR that make reference to bonus rolls. Medros, how would you feel about bonus rolls making their way back into Shadowlands? Um, I would say that uh, I, I would be more excited if uh, normal rolls got you loot sometimes, every you know, once or twice. Um, I have two max characters... Uh, that until two weeks ago had done uh, the world boss every week except for one week, who have yet to ever see bonus loot or uh, any loot from a world boss. Um, that is very unrewarding, especially for the amount of effort you have to put in. I'd be more excited if bonus rolls gave you better chance at loot. Um, I. I have to assume that a bonus roll will give you just as much chance as a current normal drop, uh, which is to say almost none. So unfortunately, uh, Blizzard's plan to uh, decrease loot uh, in, in, in Shadowlands 
uh, has made it uh, so that I just I won't even do a world boss uh, unless it's an anima reward. Because uh, I'm there for the anima, not for the loot. Because I know I'm not going to get loot. So I, I think that their 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 plans for loot in this patch have have had the unintended consequence of me being like, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, they they they've they've drained me of my desire to to down world bosses, to be honest, and that sucks. And I, and I know that they took some steps uh, in the past, like in, in this patch, to kind of address the loot dropping. But I, as far as I know, it was. I think it, I want to say it only affected Castle Nathria loot drops. Yeah. Which, which, like, you've obviously acknowledged that there's a problem with the amount of loot that's dropping off Castle Nathria. And you, and you viewed that as a problem. Like, in my mind, like, why wouldn't you also, therefore, increase the, the, the raid level world bosses loot drops yeah. too? At least make them equivalent. I mean that that that's a logical step in my mind, but I don't know. There might there might be something else that's that's stopping them from doing that, or some other reasoning that I'm not seeing. Um, yeah, I, I totally get there. There may be <coughs> other stuff that we're not seeing and uh, that we're not aware of. Um, that does not, uh, in any way, shape, or form, stop it from feeling like a slap in the face when you acknowledge you're having problems. That you over overcompensated for loot in the last expansion by decreasing it too much in this expansion, but you only fix it in one specific place that some people don't do. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, I I recall last last patch or last expansion, uh, where some really lucky bonus rolls and drops from new world bosses, uh, ended putting ended up putting me as the top person level wise for a couple weeks here on the show um this expansion uh that's not happened <laughs> um uh, simply because a uh i'm not gonna do world bosses while it's like this uh and blizzard doesn't seem to feel or care that people who, who only do world bosses and not raiding uh are being uh uh, made to suffer for that choice. Um, hopefully they'll change that. Maybe they'll realize that. Maybe they'll listen to this podcast and say, oh, damn, I, we completely forgot to, to handle world bosses. And they'll fix that. I don't expect that to happen. Um, I, I feel that they are just fine with world bosses uh, being loot black holes. Um, and that's that's totally fine if that's their choice. Uh, it's their game, and I choose whether I play it or not. So, and uh, as the last couple weeks has shown, uh, that's a not. So, you know, the, this is this is the whole vote with your wallet, guys. Uh, if you don't like what they're doing, tell them to change. They don't change, and you just uh, you, you stop playing. All there is to it. Uh, but let's talk about uh, Anima. Yeah. So it looks like we're they're they're. Going, they're they're add them words hard. Uh, they're continuing their addressing of of the anima drop rates and the rate at which we get anima, 
And they're, they're continuing to address that issue with some renowned rewards in 9.1. So it looks like we're going to see increased rewards from world quests that grant anima specifically at renowned levels 42 and 48, which is cool. It doesn't specify how much it improves, but there will be an improvement in how much anima we get at those specific renowned levels. So that's cool. Another thing that's really cool and... It's not a feature that I would have thought to put in there, but I mean, I, I also don't need this feature. Obviously, there are some players who do. Uh, text-to-speech. Another accessibility option is being added to WoW. So text-to-speech will be something that rolls out in 9.1. And it looks like um, what it'll do is it'll... You can, you can set it up to do text-to-speech for specific messages in specific channels or something like that the screenshot that we that, that i'm looking at right now looks like you can do it from like system stuff or texting boats whispers says yells party officer guild chat raid chat instance chat and whispers from blizzard along with a bunch of other different options and the inclusion of the inclusion of another accessibility option is really cool i mean anytime anytime an accessibility tool is added is fantastic. That being said, the, the 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 way to access turning on this accessibility tool is not great right now because you have to go navigate through the menu, which uh, does not have the text to speech the text to speech options at least not yet. And you actually have to navigate with the mouse and all that to act to turn on the accessibility tool. So, something should probably be done about that first, or next, or before it releases, because, yeah, it's great that you're putting the tool in there, just make it a little bit easier for them to access it, maybe. Yeah, that'd be nice. But like I said, it's fantastic that they're doing it, and I love that. Yeah, uh, it's great that they're adding so many accessibility options over the last few years. Um, it, it just increases the player base. It increases uh, who can play, and that's never a bad thing. Exactly. Another thing that's not a bad thing, despite some people on the internet thinking it is, uh, there's been an update to chat moderation. So it doesn't specify what exactly uh, is has been added to this filter, but it looks like in, in 9.1 at least at this point, uh, there's going to be a chat moder There's going to be a, a form of chat moderation added to the game where you won't be able, you just straight up won't be able to send a message that contains certain words. We don't, yeah. we don't know what those words are right now. And, and as of right now, it's not fully implemented in the 9.1 PTR. According to the wowhead, it looks like only one specific slur has been added to this filter, but I would imagine uh, that, so that, would, that would, that would get added to you going forward. So this is actually on the live servers currently. Oh, uh, is it? Not on the PTR. Yeah. Uh, and there is only one word uh, that has been added to the filter. Uh, and unfortunately, there is a way around that, um, likely due to the fact that it's only implemented in the one game. Uh, because if somebody sends you a message from other games uh, while you're playing WoW, it does not apply the filter. Uh, so uh, this seems like a, an unannounced feature that is still being tested and... Uh, it will be iterated on 
as they continue. Uh, but yeah, for now, it is simply uh, that uh, one one word, uh, a word that definitely needs to be filtered, uh, but only if you're sitting within the one game. So hopefully we'll see more and better things like that going forward. Uh, and I'd, li I'd, li I'd honestly like to see this applied to any, like, especially the current word, which, I mean, I'm pretty sure we all can all figure out what the current word is. Um, the current word, I'd love to see that filtered out of every message you can s possibly send in this game. I don't care if it's trade chat, personal whispers, I don't care. And it should not be able to be disabled by uh, either player. Uh, this should be automatically applied to every message, in my opinion. Um, because... It's a word that nobody should ever have to see, uh, and Blizzard should never accept being sent on their platform. Yep. Uh, and I can think of a number of words that would fall into that same category. Um, and I don't care if you're just joking, or if it's fine for you to say because you are that you're one of those people. I, I don't care. Um, find a different word. Uh, find a better word. Um, find a. Find a better way of speaking. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, but yeah, hopefully the 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 work the, the workarounds to this issue are, are are fixed, so that it'll be filtered across the entire uh, Battle.net platform. And in in time, more words that need to be uh, filtered out of our society uh, are done so. So at least from this one one small aspect. Could have said it better. I appreciate that. I try I try and be eloquent in what I'm saying. But I can. Um, it's not when I'm, it's when I'm not angry. Then I just lose it all. <laughs> um, I think that's about it for the news, right? I mean, obviously, there's a lot of stuff that's come through the 9.1 PTR that that we may not have talked about, and you know, that's it would take us a while to go through absolutely everything that happened there. And, but you know, Wowhead, MMO Champion, they have. A bunch of fantastic write-ups, and they get, that'll get a little more in detail about some of the smaller systems and some of the other smaller implementations and all that other stuff. So, I, I wholeheartedly encourage you guys to check out all those sources to see what's going on in nine point one, and even and even some of the story spoilers that we that we skated a a mile around because there's a bunch of story stuff that. I definitely found intriguing, but we're not going to talk about it on this show because I don't want to ruin it for y'all. Indeed. <clears throat> uh, before we, all right. Sorry, I just wanted to ask ahead, before we moved on, to, move on to the ads. Medros, we've talked about a lot of stuff in the nine point one PTR. What has been your favorite? What's what's the one standout thing for you that you're looking forward to? Uh, riding a dragon fox. I mean, that's that, that's a good one because Falcor. Too bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to level up an Arden Wheel character for that. Yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> or find one of the ones that is not locked to Nightfay. True. Uh, I'm looking forward to the new wings on Torghast. Like, there's some new wings coming to Torghast, and like we talked about how much I like Torghast. So new yes, stuff. We and have it perhaps mentioned that once or twice over the you know time of the show. Yeah, new stuff and new rewards and like a new scoring system. That'll be fun. Can't wait. And Notera grew. I don't. I, I, sounds it'll be a lot better. I'm kind of conflicted on that aspect of the death counter being removed. Honestly, I don't know. That added to it for me. Yeah, I understand that. 
All right. Well, uh, let's move on to our uh, our next sponsor here. Uh, today's show is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Now, this week we're going to continue on with our uh, Expeditionary Force book series. Uh, this is book five. And uh, it's it's a really fun book. Uh, the Merry Band of Pirates gets more Merry Band of their pirates. Uh, and they're uh, traveling across the universe, uh, wreaking havoc in much more fun and exciting ways. So let's give it a little bit of a listen to Zero Hour, book five of Expeditionary Force series. Colonel Bishop, it has been 14 hours. Hans Chotek told me unhelpfully while glancing meaningfully at his watch. I wasn't wearing a watch. The United States Army gave me a nice watch, which now mostly sat unused in a drawer in my cabin. I think it was in a drawer. That is where I put it, but I hadn't seen it in a while. That drawer held some of my cold-weather gear, and since I hadn't experienced cold weather in a while, that gear hadn't gotten any usage since we left the planet Newark. Anyway, I didn't need to wear a watch. The Z-phone in my pocket told me the time. And I didn't need a Z-phone to tell me fourteen hours had passed since I sent Nagatha on a recon mission. The display on the far bulkhead of the galley had a counter in the top right-hand corner that now read 1404.57, then 1404.58. Yes, thank you, I did not need any reminding that my big gamble was so far a complete failure. So that again is Zero Hour, book five of the Expedition 4 series, written by Craig Allenson narrated by R.C. Bray, and we want to thank Audible for sponsoring the show. And, uh, Tosi, you, you you must imagine, if you did not hear or not actually listen to this part of the show last week, the joy of Ali in knowing that the the crew of this calls themselves the Merry Band of Pirates. Uh, I think I totally won her over to the series by that point alone. Oh, I heard that part, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even have to mention the A-hole beer can. She was totally into it already. Just the pirates. <laughs> nice. You would like the a-hole beer can. And I say a-hole because I can't say the actual word that they call him in the, in the book. I might have to check it out. Yeah, it, it's a really fun series. Uh, it's the, the the TV rights have been optioned, and I'm really interested to see how they do that. Um, I think it's... Where is it here? Homefront Book 7.5. Uh, that's where they do a, a cast recording. Um, so some of the voices here are Zachary Quinto... Kate Mulgrew, Robert Picardo, um, and the same uh, narrator for the actual books for two of the characters. Um, and it's it's a lot of fun. I'm really excited for that one. Um, but we're, we're still on, we're still a few more works away from that one. So uh, it'd be very interesting to see how that one goes. Um, but yeah, so definitely check out Audible if you have a spare moment. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and I definitely recommend uh, the Expeditionary Force series. Start with the first book. Um, it'll get you a good start. And uh, I, I bet uh, before you're done Spec Ops, the second book, you'll be hooked like I am. So uh, again, definitely check it out. Uh, and uh, thanks to Audible for sponsoring the show. Okay. So our question of the week from last week was, what character or characters would you like to see featured in the monthly collectibles this year? And what kind of collectibles would you like to see for them? Um... Leo Wild says, Kiro, he is my favorite racial leader, but also we don't have any official Volpira merch yet. It's needed. 
Sarah says, Mr. Belvedere, don't at me. Uh, and I added him immediately, because obviously. Of course. Um, I didn't get a chance to answer this question last week. Uh, I'm actually going to go outside of uh, WoW to another character that I that I would like to see more to see different stuff all around. Zeratul from StarCraft. I don't know. I just really like this character, and, and I can't I, I, I don't I can't narrow down exactly why. I just have like he's a, he's a character that sticks out a lot in my head when I think about StarCraft. So yeah, give me some Zeratul stuff. All right, uh, Lagerwolf says Taronda as the Night Warrior. Uh, Jared RPG says Akama, and Charity says Vulgin. Uh, Vulgin as Ghost or Vulgin before Death? Yes. Okay. Oh, I guess I didn't mention what kind of merch I want. I'd like to see for Zeratul. I like. I I want like some of the some of these like high quality statues that we've gotten out of Blizzard over the past few years. Like, give me one of those. I would, I would, that would just look really cool. Um, yeah, I don't think people realized that we actually wanted more than just, like, the character. We wanted to know what they wanted. But I guess everybody probably assumed, since we were talking about the statue for Arthas, the Lich King, uh, that, that that's what we meant. Like, who do you want to make, to make a statue of next kind of thing? You know what but, we, uh, Yeah. You know what would be really cool for all of these? Except for Mr. Belvery, what? Like little little paintable minis for that I can use when I'm doing tabletop games. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I would love that. That'd be so much fun. Blizzard, but do you, it. But you can only have one Arthas of Lich King. You can't have a whole army of them. Yeah, but then I could do like a D and I can do like a D and D game set in set in Ice Crown, and you know they're progressing up Ice Crown Citadel. As part of a dungeon, uh, as, as part of a dungeon I set up. Oh my god! I gotta do that. I'm gonna reskin ICC as a 5e module. Oh, the the, the, the wheels are turning already. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> what's our so, question for next week? <laughs> uh, well, before we get to that, I, do, am, I, am I mistaken? I thought somebody had talked about doing uh, a a WoW based D and D campaign. But I don't remember if we ever covered that. It'd be a lot of fun. Anyways, uh, question for next week is: Which of the data mine mounts are you going to be chasing in nine point one? Uh, all the good-looking ones, of course. Uh, corpse fly. I want the weird. Oh, I forgot the name of it. It's the it's the white one with the thing that where it could be a jar or it could be an arm. We don't know. Mauler. Mauler. Yeah, the Mauler. Corpse fly. Mauler. Falcor. Uh, the hands. Can't forget the hands. I want all the hands. Just just because they play rock, paper, scissors with each other. <laughs> no comment. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of mounts I want out of this patch. Give them all to all me. Alright. Uh, time for shoutouts, and I'm actually to take, uh, take first one here this time. Uh, my first shoutout is to Allie. Uh, I hope you're uh, doing better, and I hope you can join us next week. And uh, we miss you. Then you were gonna steal that on me. I mean, I, I mean, I, we we we're allowed to double. We, we've never established that we can't double up. True, never establishes a rule. Yeah. So I, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna double up because, yeah, Allie's great, and I I hope I hope you're doing well, Allie. And I can't wait till we're all we're all together on the show again. 
And uh, I'm actually going to do a second one here um, because I, I feel like doing it. Um, and uh, I feel like this is, is, the, is the place for this here. Uh, I'd like to shout out the uh, West Division leading Colorado Avalanche. Um, and congratulations on their, uh, their kicking some serious butt. Uh, hopefully they can uh, uh, get through the end of the season and still in the first place and uh, uh, kick their way through playoffs until they meet the Jets and lose. How are the Blues doing, by the way? I, I never, never checked. Never checked. Uh, not great. All right. I actually, I actually had um, like some serious ones. <laughs> uh, okay. well, oh, sorry. Uh, like Ali was a serious one too, but like. Um, shout out to also everybody who's who's donating to the Doctors Without Borders charity campaign. I, I know I said it earlier in the show, but seriously, thank you so much for I, I donating to our campaign or don donating to anybody else's campaign or just doing your own thing. Like, wh however you chose to do it, thank you for um, throwing money at a fantastic cause that helps out people all around the world. And yeah, it's, it's, it's just freaking great. Um, I also want to shout out Patrick Marlowe, who, as of his as of tonight, he will be playing his record-breaking 1768th game in the NHL. So he'll be setting the record for most regular season games played ever. And whose record did he break? Gordy, uh, Gordy Howe. Yeah, that's the guy who played till his hair was like gray. Yeah, yeah. All right. Although you know Patrick Marlowe, not exactly. Not gray anymore. <laughs> I'm just blown away that that, yeah, that, that's a pretty good record to break. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, it is time for us to wrap our show. So let's do our outro and get on out of here. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, our number is 1785-ATA-WELL5 or 1785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com and if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. You can also check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and my stream over at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can also find us on Twitter. The show is at allthingsaz. For Medros, it's at Medros. Fandeth is at Fandeth. Ali is at AliAndrusK. And I'm at toastypostycan. And you can find the network over at Dawnforge. And please check out the other show on the Dawnforge Network, Group Quest. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of more Data Mind 9.1 content. Felgor! Copyright 2021 Dawnforge Productions. Head to thedawnforge.com for more information.